0: Of the show. Welcome to the Relaxed Dog Podcast, sponsored by therelaxeddog.com. Thank you for listening. I am your host Robert Ober, and I hope that you and your dog are well. Firstly, just a quick question. Do you have a favourite episode so far? Jump on the Facebook group and uh, tell me which one it is and let me know why it is. Anyway, this week I'll be interviewing a friend of mine, Beck, and she is going to tell us all about her long-haired shepherd, Zena. But first, we'll do a little bit of doggy news. In Texas, sadly, the Velasquez family had their chihuahua mix stolen from their backyard. His name was King. They put the usual posters up and social media everywhere, but King could not be found. Now, that was six years ago. So, Can you imagine their reaction when the Humane Society contacts them and says, King is in South Florida and he is well. By the way, King is now 15 years old. So a very happy Velazquez family drove more than 20 hours. Down to South Florida to be reunited with King. So, there is just another example why you should microchip your dog. In canine corona news, health officials in Canada have just confirmed that they have their first case of COVID 19 in a canine. Also, stating that the dog is showing no signs of illness and is unlikely to pass any of the virus on. And now to this week's interview. Welcome to the Relaxed Dog Podcast. I am here with my friend Beck. How are you today?
1: Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. How are you?
0: I am fantastic this afternoon. Even a bit more so because I get to talk to you and hear about a very special dog. (laughs)
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) So, who are we going to talk about today?
1: Well, her name is Zena. She is three years old and she's a long-haired German Shepherd.
0: Wonderful. And I know Zena and she is stunning. (laughs) So, uh, like usual... For those that listen to the show, take us back in time a little bit before you got Zena, and run us through the events that led up to you guys getting together.
1: Yeah. So I've always had little dogs growing up, but my husband has always had big dogs. He had collies um, growing up, so he's used to the big dog kind of thing. He always wanted a long-haired German Shepherd. Originally, he wanted a male, but we were on waiting lists for years to get a long-haired German Shepherd in general. Um, and then we got told I think a few weeks before Christmas last, oh, three years ago, um, that there was potentially two long-haired in a litter in Queensland. Um, we had to wait a few weeks for her to actually announce that they were definitely long-haired um, and we were anticipating a bit of heartache, to be honest Um, because every time we've had that comment, they've always said, oh, no, sorry, they're short-haired. And not that we don't like short-haired, but my husband really wanted a long-haired one. So um, when she said, yes, they're two short hairs, um, we said, how much? Where are you? We're coming (laughs) to get her. Um, Yeah, so a couple of weeks later, we went to Queensland, so a 16-hour round trip to pick her up. And, yeah, that was the end of that. That was our heart. taken for the dog
0: (laughs) so for those listening back when and i we uh, live reasonably close to each other and we're on the central coast in new south wales so it's a fair drive to go and uh, pick up a doggy.
1: (laughs) yes yes it is
0: (laughs) (laughs) so how was the original meet when you got up there
1: um look it was lovely um we met all the puppies at first um I think there were about six left. I think two or one or two had already been taken. So we met all the other little brothers and sisters with her. Um, Then we pinpointed our yellow collar, which is what she was at the time. (laughs) Um, So we started to bond with her, which was lovely. You could already see like all the different personalities and, you know, we kind of liked ours luckily. Um, We then went and met her mum. Who was also quite a big German Shepherd for being a female? Um, she was always lovely. She came up and licked us and jumped up and said hello and everything, even though we were holding one of her pups. Um, Zena's dad actually had passed away a few weeks before that because he got bitten by a snake. Oh. Um, so that was not very good, but yeah, obviously um, not ideal, but luckily the pups and everything were all good and healthy when they came out. So yeah.
0: Mhm. And how does Zena get her name?
1: Um, Good question. Um, Originally, yeah, we wanted a boy and we were going to call him Zeus. So when we found out we were having a girl, we kind of had to go along the same kind of lines. We did think Athena, but we thought it was a bit too hard for a dog's name. So then we went next and found Zena and we were like, yep, yeah, cool, done. Love it. Nice. And that's oh, <laughs> So, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And the uh, the long journey home, how was she during that?
1: Look, to be honest, she was pretty good. Obviously, we stopped every few hours um, to let her out. She was obviously, again, a bit anxious as well, thinking, where am I going? Who are you? What's happening? Um, but, yeah, reasonably good. Um, stopped every few hours. She did a little pee every time, had a drink, things like that. She did get do one little vomit in the car. Because um, we were going this really long, windy back road to try and save some time to get home quicker. Um, and
0: obviously that upset her
1: stomach. But after that, she was fine. Yeah. Slept most of the way. She was
0: oh, good. Nice. Yeah.
1: And,
0: and then sort of like coming into the household, any sort of uh, initial sort of like dramas or incidents? Um,
1: Look, well, To be honest, there's always puppy dramas, I guess. <laughs> um, She loved to chew stuff, but whenever we saw her chewing something that she wasn't supposed to, we'd, you know, swap it out with a toy. Um, She did like shoes, my little shoes that obviously I left on the floor too many times and she (laughs) got. Um, But then we found out that she doesn't like citronella, so I put a dirty old chewed-up shoe um, and I covered it in citronella and left it on the floor and she never chewed it again. So... Yeah, that was our one remedy that actually stuck. We tried chili, we tried vinegar, all everything else, but citronella really stuck with her. So that was good.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that sort of like works on on quite a few dogs that sort of mm. that, that type of spray or deterrent.
1: Yeah, yeah. So um yeah, and then we've pretty much used that on everything else she started digging holes and eating our plants in the backyard but again we just sprayed citronella and she stopped that um when we went to work when she was still quite young we got a um doggy sitter come in I think twice a day once in like mid-morning and once in mid-afternoon and they would come and play with her for half an hour um Um, give her some treats, you know, make her happy, all that kind of thing. Um, Mm -hmm. And then we would get home. So that obviously kept her occupied a little bit. So, yeah.
0: So predominantly inside or outside?
1: Oh, she's mostly inside. She's a massive princess. (laughs) 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 Yes. She knows she's... Well into our pack and she knows she can get away with mostly anything, but yes. That's good and
0: bad. (laughs) Yeah. I shouldn't say bad. Good and maybe not so good.
1: (laughs) Yes. Well, she knows right from wrong, though. So she knows if she's done something and we just give her that look, she's like, okay, I'm sorry. (laughs)
0: Nice. So fairly easy sort of like integration into your place as she was sort of growing up the first few months.
1: Yeah, look, we really were quite lucky. We installed a doggy door um, quite early on um, just to try and get that into her head because we didn't want to be opening the door all the time and things like that. Um, and she picked that up really, really well. We've heard other horror stories about puppies, you know, peeing inside and everything, but she once she did it a few times by herself, she would take herself out at night and everything. So it was
0: really, really lucky. <laughs> nice. So yeah. does she walk through slowly or because I know a lot of dogs and they see the doggy door and they just line themselves up and launch through it?
1: Um, no, she was, yeah, more of a hesitant thing. She didn't like it, obviously, hitting her in the head. So we, well, my husband, because we had a big doggy door because we knew she'd get big, my husband would go through it and she'd be like, <laughs> oh, that's fun, and he'd have a treat on the other side and stuff, and so... Yeah, literally, that's how we taught her. And then once she went through slowly and it pushed on her head, she kind of thought, oh, that's not too bad. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it was pretty easy.
0: And uh, what other sort of things were you finding it, teaching her at an early stage apart from the, the basic sort of bits and pieces? Or
1: um, We thoroughly enjoyed teaching her walking up and down the stairs. Because we lived in a townhouse when we got her. So it was three flights of stairs to get to the top level. um, And it took her a little while to manoeuvre and work out how stairs worked. Um, In the very beginning, she would try to sort of crawl up the stairs um, until she realised she could actually step up them and it would be okay. Okay. Um, and then coming down, she would literally just launch herself and just jump over them and then rough and tumble at the bottom and, <laughs> and then shake herself off and be like, oh. Um, but, yeah, so teaching her to go one step at a time was a bit tricky, but, yeah, funny for us as well, I guess.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. how, how was the uh, the early grooming
1: That was, yes, one thing that we also initiated quite early because we knew she'd need brushing and attention and everything when she gets older. Um, So we pretty much made brushing a a nice thought in her mind. You know, we'd always give her treats as we do it, um, let her sniff the brush, let her sniff the fluff coming off, you know, so she knows it's not a bad thing. Um, We did go through a different like brushes to see which one she preferred or which one I don't know hurt her or she didn't like for some reason or something like that so um yeah it worked just worked our way through and just always made it a positive thing with treats and um throughout and then treats after and stuff like that even now when we brush her we give her a treat afterwards so that's you know a good thing and um it's nice for her, as well, mind you now she absolutely loves it. She will lay there for hours while you brush her, and <laughs> it's good for us and good for her, I guess so yeah, <laughs> and
0: do you find that you're taking longer than you than you anticipated with her coat or
1: um so we try to brush her really well like once a week. doesn't always happen, but um. We also get her professionally groomed every two months, so they get a whole bulk of the hair out at once, and then we try to maintain it as we go. Um, But to be honest, she's pretty easy. Um, Besides the maybe around her butt area, that's really early where it gets, like, really matted because the double coat comes out really bad at her butt. Um, Mm -hmm. But everywhere else, you know, she seems to groom herself a little bit as well but if you give her a brush every week she's really quite fluffy and majestic as everyone calls her um <laughs> so yeah she loves it
0: and how does the household cope with the hair <laughs>
1: um it's not too bad she does molt but i don't think she molts as much as a short-haired german shepherd does i know that they molt quite a lot um Mm -hmm. she melts pretty much twice a year once going into summer and once going into winter just when her coats change over um and yeah quite often in those times we do have to brush her once a week just to keep it all down um otherwise you'll make a sandwich and halfway through your sandwich you'll be like oh look this is a zina hair in sandwich so um, you kind of get used to that as well though so um yeah just maintaining it and I mean, maybe I'm oblivious to the hair now. Maybe other people come in and they'd be like, ew, dog hair everywhere, but I don't think it's too bad.
0: No, it's just dog hair, nothing. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So when she was like getting into that sort of uh, like adolescent, teenage sort of phase, is there any sort of like stories you can share during that time?
1: Um, I suppose that's like the stage where she's all lanky and she looks, I suppose, growing too fast for herself. Um, oh, just her feet were always too big and she'd always fall over her own feet and, um, (laughs) she's still pretty dopey now, but she was extra dopey then. Um, Oh, just I suppose like we went to the beach and we were trying to get her to, you know, go in the water and things like that and she just wasn't sure. Um, After a few attempts of, you know, going in up to waist deep for us, you know, trying to get her to go in and stuff, she finally just plowed herself in but then went way too far and then she could see her face is freaking out and um, we had to wade in to, you know, say, come on, you know, it's all right. You can do it. Um, what else? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so is that it. in the
0: uh, still water or or surf in the waves?
1: Um, no, in still water she could kind of paddle out a little bit, but in the waves it would it took her a little while. But now she, you can't get her out of the water at the beach. She just absolutely loves it. Mm-hmm. Oh, um. Nice. What else? I mean, even at the dog park, just in her lanky stage, she didn't realise how big she already was um, and she'd always run up to people and people would get scared um, just because of her size, even though she was still much a puppy um, and she's much bigger now. Um, you know, people have that con- concept of big dog equals aggressive dog, which is not the case.
2: but um, <laughs> It's not? Yeah, so. <laughs>
1: No, luckily. <laughs> Not always.
0: <laughs> yes. um, yeah. So what would you say that her favourite activities sort of like during that phase or growing up were?
1: Um, I suppose anything to do with water. So we, I mean, even now we get the hose and we will on a really hot day or even like today we played with the ball out the back and we just got the hose out and she goes absolutely nuts over the hose, follows it round, chases it, bites the water, bites the air. Um, yeah. Um, that was also kind of us getting her used to the water. So we would do that at home and then we'd go to the beach or the park or something and use the water as well. But, um, now she's, an absolute water dog, so I don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> does she yeah, take long to to dry off?
1: Um, yes and no. The top coat, if she just gets the top coat wet, like with the hose, it's pretty easy. It literally, once she shakes, it's all shaken out. Um, if she goes to the beach, it does take a little while to get right down into the depths of her fur because there are quite a few layers of it. Um but she doesn't smell like a wet dog or anything when, you, when she dries, so that's a bonus. Um, mm. You just pretty mm. much, yeah, she shakes a lot of it out and then you just kind of put your hands through or give her a brush afterwards to loosen it all. And, yeah, she dries pretty well.
0: Ah, uh, nice.
1: Yeah, I was surprised about that too.
0: <laughs> and did she have uh, like a special doggy friends during that time?
1: Um, yes, she's got some friends who she was puppies with and they're friends still friends now, so that's really good. Um we actually, yeah, met them at the park when we were quite young. So um they all live locally, so we've yeah, got each other's numbers and we meet up quite regularly. Um, mm-hmm. either going to parks or beach or each other's houses, um, going for bushwalks. She really loves to go for a good bushwalk and um we go to the state forest or stuff like that, and she loves to, yeah, have a good walk around, have a good sniff. Then if there's obviously water there, she'll go for a swim and, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Any sort of interactions with local wildlife when she's been up in the forest?
1: <laughs> Can't say she likes birds <laughs> <laughs> or she likes them because she could chase them. Um, oh, no, she loves to chase lizards and birds and all that kind of thing can't say she's really had much other interactions up there but um she'll definitely give a good chase to something um even if it's under a a rock or something she'll try and get it as hard as she can
0: (laughs) (laughs) and with her friends are there any that uh, have like a, a big sort of size contrast or are they all sort of like medium larger dogs
1: um they're all, I suppose, medium or large. Yeah. Besides, I guess her housemate. Um, that's probably the smallest, smallest she goes, which is part Sharpe, part Staffy. So small, but yeah, small, <laughs> small so but stocky.
0: Interesting mix. And yeah, h- how long have they been housemates for?
1: Um, about eight months now. So there, yeah, the two dogs have got quite a nice bond.
0: Ah, uh, very nice. I'm guessing they've got uh, gone on a few interesting adventures together.
1: Yes. Um, they love to go for walks together because if one of them leaves the house, the other one gets all anxious and sits at the front door until they get back. <laughs> um, so pretty much if we go for walks, we've got to take the other one as well. Um yeah, so then at the park, they pretty much stick together. If one goes one way, the other follows. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose they keep each other out of trouble. If they're hanging out together, they don't necessarily need to go and run after other dogs because they've got each other. So, um, yeah, otherwise around the house, oh, it's always, you know, play fighting and everything like that and you need to watch whatever's on the coffee table because it's going to go over. Um, yeah, they pretty much during the day sleep in the sun together or walk around the house together. Um, yeah, it's going to be a bit tough, I think, when the housemates move out because they're building their own house. So they will one day move out and then the dogs will be lost, I think. So, yeah, I think we'll have to get each dog.
0: Are they building far away? That's the question.
1: Uh, no, just in Narara, So <laughs> all good.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, that's good. Um they have any sort of like favourite games that that Zena likes to play, either with you or with the housemate dog?
1: Yes. So she loves a good tug-of-war. She, I can't say beats up the other little dog, but um, she can pull harder. So she quite often pulls, drags the other dog along the floor, but that's all the part of the fun. Um, She likes to play tug-of-war with the dog more than us, but... I don't know if that's a, I don't know if that's a dog thing or yeah. <laughs> um, Zena loves to play ball, so we get her a new soccer ball every birthday. Um, which actually, her birthday's in November, so she should be getting one very soon. Um, a new soccer ball, so she'll love to chase that around and um, kick or throw it at her and stuff. She loves to try and catch it in the mouth. And sometimes she does. Sometimes she catches it so hard that it actually punctures the ball and it sticks on her teeth. So we have to pull it out for her because she can't get it out. I
0: was just going to ask if she punctures or or not or just plays with it.
1: Yeah. Look, I don't think she punctures it fully, but because they're so thick, her teeth do sink into it. And, yeah, she sits there and, you know, shakes her head trying to get the ball out. And so (laughs) we have to go and take it out of her mouth for her. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: It's one of my failings with with Marley. She loves those balls, but she, yeah, she wants to puncture them and then see what they're made of on the inside.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. So she'll rip it to shreds throughout a a year, which is why we have to get her a new one. It's, you know, a dead ball by the end of the year. So she loves it a lot.
0: (laughs) Ah, Nice. You guys go... Away camping a little bit, don't you? And and Zena goes along for those trips.
1: Yes, she does. She very much is, enjoys our camping trips. Um, actually, we're going away very soon in November, and she's coming with us. Um, we can only take her to state forests and stuff like that, um, because national parks and all that don't in like allow dogs. So we mm. kind of have to pick our camping. Around our dog. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm.
1: (laughs) Um, So, yeah, our next camping trip, we've got three other dogs coming with us. So, they'll have a ball together, all off lead, um, running amok, I'm sure. So, that'll be fun. Um, She has her own little swag, a doggy swag that she sleeps in. Um, Mind you, she's getting a bit too big for it, but that's the biggest one we could get. So, she just has to stick her butt out or stick her head out or something, but she loves it. Um, she especially loves just pretty much um, at night just, you know, watching and surveying and barking at everything and waking everybody up in the night. But, yeah, she thoroughly enjoys it. Uh,
0: excellent. she yeah. get up to anything interesting when you're away?
1: Um, not overly. She likes to stick with us a lot. Um, she'll go a little bit of, far, like, a distance away, but as long as she can still see us the whole time. Um, and then she'll come back and check in and then, you know, we'll either go for a walk with her or something as well. Um, again, if we ever camp near water, that's a very dangerous thing because she's always in the water and then coming back and shaking next to you or rubbing up against you to be like, hey, I'm wet. Um <laughs> Yeah, no, but she just loves the outdoors as well. Even if we're home, she'll sit out in the backyard and just, you know, look at the house, listen to everything that's going on, bark at the other dogs barking and everything. So, yeah, she's a very outdoorsy dog.
0: Oh, excellent. As most dogs, well, I was going to say should be, but that's not necessarily a fact. There's nothing wrong with with a dog that wants to stay curled up with you on the couch otherwise.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) So if you do... Think that she has any sort of like particular habits to herself, like uh, you know, that's a that's a xena thing?
1: <laughs> um mm, well, I don't know if it's a zena thing or just a fussy fusspot thing, but she's quite particular even with like treats and stuff. Um, she only likes her certain few. Um and she doesn't really eat other treats, which I suppose is good. She doesn't just go and gobble down everything. But, um, yeah, we have to buy certain treats because we only know she eats those. Um, she absolutely loves shark cartilage. Um, and I now have to buy that at, on eBay because I don't, can't buy it in bulk enough at the pet stores or anything like that. And she goes through so much of it that, yeah, I have to buy it yes. in, on eBay. Um <sighs> What else? There's just certain places in the house, I guess, that she just loves to sit on. Um, she likes to sit in our bathroom on the tiles, I guess, because they're nice and cool, because she gets quite hot quite often because she's so fluffy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, what else? Was a Zena thing. Um, oh, she's just lovingly dopey, I guess. Yeah. You know, she'll just walk around and just bash into things because she's not looking or, you know, she's just playing and a big tail will swoosh something off the coffee table and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Zena thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she, um yeah, her ears never went up as a German shepherd. They're not pointy. They're quite floppy. Um, mm-hmm. And... You know, obviously we love her just as much anyway. Um, but she did have her ears up for about a month when she was about six months old. They went up and we're like, Oh, there you go, you know, they've popped up and everything. And then, you know, a month later they both were just down again and <laughs> they've never gone up since. <laughs> so that's I guess a zena thing. <laughs> um we were always told by other German Shepherd people that, you know, up to, I think, 18 months, you know, they could still pop up. But she's now three and they're still floppy. So we're happy with that, though. It just makes her extra cute, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, do you ever hear from any other other litter mates or?
1: No, that's one thing I do regret, um, not getting the contact details when we picked her up and everything. Um I did, for the first maybe two years, keep in contact with the breeder, um, just sending pictures every now and then and giving her updates of how, you know, Zena's going and stuff. But I think after two years I kind of stopped that. Um, I don't know. I could probably do it again and let her know that she's still good and everything like that. But, yeah, so I do regret not getting all their details and you know, even if, you know, you just send pictures of each of the dogs, you know, if they live far away or something like that. But, yeah, no, I probably should have done that. And I think I'll do that next time if we get another dog, um, if we get a breeder, if not, if we rescue them or something then it's slightly different. But, yeah, it would have been a good
0: thought. <laughs> yeah, no, that's all right. So I don't think we mentioned where does Zena sleep?
1: <laughs> um. She pretty much roams the house at night. She does have her her mat that she you know goes to. She yeah goes back to our bathroom because it's nice hard floor. Um sometimes she'll sit by the glass doors at the front of the house and watch what goes on and bark what, at whatever she sees or any car that goes past it's apparently a threat to the house. Um <laughs> But, yeah, she pretty much roams in and out. She can go inside and outside because we've got a doggy door again. Um, sometimes if our housemate's dog is up with her owners, she'll come up and, you know, sit with them for a little while and stuff like that. So, yeah, she pretty much roams around, does whatever she wants.
0: Okay. <laughs> it's a bit of a night owl then.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah, generally the do dogs sleep during the day, so they're up at <laughs> night running amok probably.
0: <laughs> um, One of the questions I get everyone to answer is, I can't believe my dog ate.
1: I had to think about this one because she never actually normally like would eat anything because she is quite picky. She never ate anything silly and ridiculous but um, she did eat for her second birthday instead of getting a cake as such we got her a two and a half kilo chicken um, a raw chicken and we just unwrapped it and literally gave it to her and she ate the whole thing in <laughs> i think five minutes flat and she <laughs>
0: loved it. oh that's that's a, a good thing
2: yeah a, a few
0: <laughs> interesting answers to that and it's it's certainly nothing negative when you can't say, well, when you say that, oh my dog hasn't picked up anything weird and eaten it off the street or the yeah. park or the bush, yeah. so uh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, any other adventures coming to mind as we've been talking?
1: Um, My husband has a holiday house down in Kangaroo Valley and quite often we'll go down there and she, again, loves going down there because it's a bit of a farmy type feel and there's no fences or anything like that and we trust her 100% we just leave her outside and she goes for a wander and she always just comes back whenever she either hears one of us come through the door um or we can't find her and it's been a little while we just whistle or call the name and she'll come bounding out of some bushes somewhere um And we used to have cows down there, so she's always, you know, on the hunt for them still, even though they're not there anymore, but I guess all the smells are still there and everything. So she'll go and hunt for them. Um,
0: How was she initially when they were there?
1: um, Look, she barked at them first, but then we kind of took her up to them slowly I don't think she liked them because they were so big. I think she likes to be the biggest thing around, <laughs> um, which is generally the case with her. Um, but I think she just kind of watched them from afar and she was okay with that. She would just watch them walk around and eat and stuff and she'd sniff around, you know, a distance behind them and things like that. But, yeah, she was all right with them.
0: Okay. Is there any other sort of like animal interactions down there apart from the cows?
1: Um, there's often kangaroos at night, which she will bark out, but, um, usually we don't let her run off at night just in case anything's out there or happens or anything. Um, otherwise there's been an echidna, but it ran off before she could actually get too close to get stung (laughs) on the nose or something, which was good. Um, there's lots of like blue tongue lizards and stuff, but again, by the time she comes bounding up to them, they've run away scared as well. Um, yeah, nothing else. Obviously birds. She always chases birds around. Um, there was actually a bush turkey running across the front yard today and she was going ape and thought she was nearly going to break through the screen door just to get to it. So luckily it went off to the next neighbor's house. So yeah.
0: Yeah, um, we're happy here because we've got the the bush turkeys all around us, and Miley doesn't mm. really wor- worry about them anymore. <laughs> yeah, lucky. I remember you mentioning a a little uh, adventure when you were looking after another friend's dog in the yard, and they sort of. Uh... Oh yeah, <laughs>
1: when they escaped. <laughs> Um, yes, we I think it was about a year ago now we um puppies sat the dog was called her boyfriend because you know they were um they met when they were puppies, and they were inseparable. um so when we moved to our current house, um obviously the fencing wasn't as good as we thought. Um, we went to work and came back to a yard of no dogs um ended up calling out to them and things like that going up the street and they just came waddling down the street as if nothing had happened. Um, they had obviously had a lovely time out. Luckily, they didn't get hit by any cars or anything because our other neighbour um, later that day said, oh, they're, they're your dogs. And we're like, yeah, they're our dogs. And they're like, oh, we saw them down on the main highway and everything. <laughs> and I was like, oh, gee. Yeah. Oh, so, no. <laughs> Luckily they didn't get hit and they were perfectly fine, happy as Larry. Um, it would have been horrible for them to get hit but then horrible for us to have to say to our friends, oh, sorry, you know. Um, anyway, so we thought we fixed where they were getting out, went to work the next day. No dogs in the yard when we got home again. Um, this time I think we could find out where they had gotten out. So, you know. Um, just every day, tried to fix a different hole until one day they were in the yard when we got home. So that was good.
0: <laughs> uh, well, it's uh, it's good that there were no sort of like uh, no <laughs> negative instances of of that, and they just uh, enjoyed all like, sort of like yes, escape and a little bit of a bit of time out exploring. <laughs>
2: mm,
1: yeah, I really wonder what they did and got up to, and yeah.
0: I uh, have to fit them with with doggy cams.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Um. So apart from well, i was going to say any favourite sort of toys. I know it's probably tug toys, but is there anything else that she?
1: Um, she really loves. <laughs> there's like these donuts. Like they look like a fake donut. Um, and they've got plastic and squeakers inside. She. Yeah, really loves the donuts. I've actually got a new one for her for her birthday. Um, (coughs) I don't know why. I think she can, like, grip it because there's a hole in the middle and stuff and, you know, really, yeah, pull at it and things like that. Um, What else? Obviously anything with a squeaker, really,
0: she will (laughs) just
1: love. Um,
0: Uh, So she loves a bit of noise.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and she will find the squeaker and sit there and squeak it and squeak it and squeak it until we pretty much say, yeah, no, and we take it off her. Um, The worst one is we've got a snake and it's got six squeakers on the length of it. And so (laughs) even if we hold it and tug with her, we're squeaking as well. And so it's, yeah, that one doesn't last long when we play with it. Short intervals.
0: (laughs) Are they different squeaks when you think we can get her to play a tune?
1: Yeah, no. It's the same squeak, so it gets oh. very irritating very quickly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. Um. Yeah. How has she been medical-wise, health-wise?
1: Yeah. Look. Um. To be honest, pretty lucky. We did have a bit of a hip scare when she was growing. Um, we did notice that she was walking a bit funny and kind of limping a little bit after playing at the park and things like that. Um, We did get her hips x-rayed and all that kind of stuff but turned out she was just obviously growing too quickly and, um, yeah, I guess um, her.
0: Bit of a a muscle strain.
1: Yeah, and just um, obviously the bones were just growing too quick and everything and so obviously if she exhausted herself at the park, she would be in a bit of pain. Um, afterwards, but, yeah, that all healed up and that was fine. Um, she does, she has had um, an ear, in, well, ear infections just because her ears um, don't go up, so they obviously don't get a lot of air, and she loves water, so obviously water gets in them and stuff, but now I have to be very strict and um, clean her ears out every week with this solution stuff, which mm-hmm. she absolutely hates. She hates it in that way. <laughs> She sees me pick up the bottle and she just like literally runs outside. Um, So I have to get my husband to be like firm and say, "Nope, come here. It's for your own good. And um, yeah, slosh that around in her ears for a little while. And she shakes her head for the next half an hour because it all feels weird and everything. But that's that's really helped. Um, Mm -hmm. obviously, Obviously, I should have cleaned them more often, but, you know, I kind of just presumed they would do it themselves, but obviously because <laughs> they're so floppy, they don't get any air in there and things like that. So, um, yeah, that's one thing. Other than that, she's pretty good. I mean, she's had uh, she had diarrhea once when she was a puppy, but probably just getting used to different foods. Um, yeah, we're actually pretty lucky. Ears, her ears are the main thing. I think she said one actual ear infection and then one close to, and that's when they said, well, you've got to clean them. I was like, okay. Um, yeah, there's nothing else really.
0: Oh, that's good. It's great to hear. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, she does get some hot spots every now and then. And when, because obviously her coat and everything like that. Um She's just walked in. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's right. You're talking all over, talking about me.
1: Oh, she's gone. (laughs) Um, Oh, well. Um, Yeah, she gets some hot spots every now and then. Um, But as soon as she, like, nibbles at herself or scratches, I put some cream on it and it generally goes away, so that's fine. Um, Yeah.
2: Uh, Oh Good.
0: Good. And so what's planned for her upcoming birthday? Anything special?
1: Um, Oh, not really. Just (laughs) treats and toys and a new soccer ball and probably some sort of chicken for dinner. She absolutely loves chicken necks or chicken carcasses or whole chickens or um, anything to do with chicken, really, which is Mm. surprising because we actually have – by real chickens, um, but she's really good with them. She just sits in the yard and watches them walk around the yard, doesn't play with them, doesn't eat them, doesn't, yeah. So, um, okay. nice. <laughs> yeah, she kind of <laughs> sees them as her pets, I guess. She just <laughs> watches them while they play and everything. Um, yeah, birthday, I don't know. Yeah. To think of something as a doggy cake or something, but yeah.
0: So just She'll a bit spoiled. to say, uh, how long she'd been uh, enjoying the company of the chickens for?
1: Um, we've had them for about a year now. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> when we got them, obviously we had to train her that this is not food or a toy. Um, and now she really quite loves them. She just follows them around, has a little sniff every now and then. Otherwise, they're pretty good with her as well. They've obviously learnt that she's not a threat and she's not going to get them. So they'll walk quite close up to her and, um, yeah, very lucky. We didn't uh, know how that was going to go, to be honest.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, sounds like it's going really well. It's good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think we got lucky with her. She's a very good dog.
0: She certainly is. <laughs> <laughs> well, um. Going to say anything else popping into your mind? Um,
1: not really. <laughs> um, for me, it's just normal. You know, it's my dog. But then for other people, it would be funny or interesting things like that. But um,
0: thank you very much for sharing some of the life of Zena. Who is no worry when people have a look at the uh, the cover art for this. A stunning-looking dog.
1: (laughs) It sure is. We get lots of compliments on her coat and the colouring of her and things like that. So, yeah, we're very lucky.
0: Thank you very much again. and look forward to catching up soon.
1: Yes, we'll do. All right. Thank you. Bye.
0: Thank you very much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed the show. As per usual, if you did, Why not tell a friend and have something to talk to them about? If you'd like to support the show, jump on to Kofi. It's K-O-F-I. Find the Relaxed Dog. And if you want to discuss anything at all, jump on the Facebook group. Until next week, stay safe and remember, your dog is family.